Yeah, I mean, you're just going to be a big head. So as long as you're fine with being a big head today, that's, that's what we're doing. That's how I feel right now, so yeah. No. no. Uh, this, this is uh, Teen A. It's called that because I'm T, and that's... Hey. And we're live. We're doing a show that uh, we're doing called... Uh, <laughs> Teen A, we did that part. We're doing a show called Just the Tip. I lost myself there. I feel like we've done this before, but for whatever reason it feels different. This is our last show for this year. That's super exciting. That's... Who thought we would still be having a show at this time? Still don't yeah. know how technically we're doing it. <laughs> Just sheer, like, willpower. Like, oh, man. Okay, so I now have the story on screen. Um, I think this is yours because I wouldn't have yeah. used the story because I don't know how to say that name. China's Z intervenes to punish local officials for killing trees. First off, I like this title. It's a good title. He looks kind of happy-go-lucky. I know he's a terrible human being, but he just kind of looks, eh, that's my neighbor's seat. Very unassuming. All right. Anyways, what's the story? China has a, they, they are at least attempting better uh, than some nations to reduce their uh, carbon footprint. Um, area where the province decided that they were going to cut down all these trees. It was kind of a contested thing, but they decided it was the, the best. And Z uh, found out about this and, um, like stopped it and went down and like seven of these people are sentenced or imprisoned or something. Oh, I thought you were saying like they lost their job, but you just like straight up. Okay. I guess punish, um, punish means they're going to put them through the system. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the trees that they were cutting down though, they can house like 30 to 90 bee colonies oh. in a single tree. They're incredibly important, so China's really trying to maintain those uh, bees. It's weird that this is coming from... I don't know a lot about China. I mean, granted, I'm American. I just know what my government tells me. But, like, it's just weird. <laughs> it's weird to me that China's so concerned about... I'm glad they're concerned about the bees, and I'm glad it's, like, a, a punishable offense, like, whatever it is, if it's a felony or a misdemeanor um, for us. But, like, that... It's just weird. Is it not weird to you? Like... All the human rights violations and all the other shit going on in China, and like, you're the champion for the you're the Lorax? Is the Lorax like, <laughs> hate human beings? Is that what the end of the story is? This story, if they're the Lorax, then the story is being written by the the imperialist nation that has oh, kept has, promising, oh. yeah, the US, that has kept promising to reduce their, uh, carbon emissions and not really doing a great job well i mean again like i don't want to like praise this guy because it's weird to say he did a good job but like that's kind of cool that they have laws to protect bees i don't think we have laws to protect bees anywho you ready for your next story i am i i think the next story is mine as well north korea bans <laughs> i'm out <laughs> <laughs> i'm already out so yeah um Apparently, it's uh, actually long-going tradition that there are uh, 10 days where there is no joy allowed in North Korea, which is unfortunate because most but people isn't in Korea every day are... In Cor isn't that every day in North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Sure. I thought Kim Jong-il was still alive. Kim Jong-il died? Yeah. Who's it's running now it Kim now? Kim Jong-un. 
Oh, it's Oon! I'm so yeah. stupid. Alright, yo, you're right. Okay, so here's Ill, and then we have Oon. Okay. So they're yeah. not allowed to laugh. Not not allowed to show any joy. Nothing that could be celebratory in no any fashion. No leisure activities? You can't even, like, just hang out? Nope. Uh, oh my god, this is- if you, your birthday happens to be on those- over those 11 days, like, that's just- Oh my god, that sucks. Wait, did you read the part about that? Of the, if someone dies, they don't die? <laughs> so the yeah, is... oh yeah! <laughs> and you're not allowed to express any emotions over the corpse of your most recent- Yeah, that's a stupid law. <laughs> I felt like, why, why is that- why, why did that need to be made? People already hate themselves in North Korea. I'm sorry, I speak for the North Koreans, but I feel like they already hate themselves. Uh, look at that guy. The nerdiest warlord you ever saw. Yeah. Like the manager for Best Buy. Yeah, that's terrible. I'm sorry, dude. That sucks. One more reason to not go to North Korea. Outside of the fact that we just can't. Outside of the fact that they don't let anybody in or out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm bad. So, what? Are you reading my next story? I just read the headline. Man stopped wife from driving drunk. Police charged him when she died walking home. What did they charge him with? Uh, manslaughter. I, okay, what's the story? Because I don't... Okay. Oh, look at so, Jason Diana's... Todd. Oh my god, Jason Todd, Red Hood, is fucking... He's, he's the guy? He's the guy that they charged? You didn't tell me this was going to be a Batman story. That's the one that became evil, right? This is this is fucking Red Hood. So what did Red Hood do? Tell me about his prequel. Before he became orphaned, uh, he was a 40 husband. or 50-year-old dude. <laughs> and, and husband. Um, the hus uh, Jason Todd here is a uh, he's, uh, plays at the local steakhouse. His wife got drunk, wanted to go home and take the car. He's like, you're too drunk. Uh, took the keys, and according to the police, he threw the keys across the street, and she uh, she died because she was hit by this vehicle, which is Jason Todd's uh, fault because it is reasonable to assume that if you throw keys a drunken per across oh the street, my God. a drunken this person will. This is so will... dumb. This is so mm -hmm. dumb. I throw drunk people's keys all the fucking time. So you're telling me if those drunk idiots kill themselves while they're looking for their keys, it's I'm now liable for my wait. What? What's what? Um, what state are we in? Because I, I do not believe. What state is this? Is this Texas? It sounds like Texas. What Clanton? Where's Clanton at? I gotta find out where Clanton is. Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> all right, guys. Just all right. Now I feel like I can handle this story. Okay. There is no image or conversation or video of him throwing keys across the street. Can't prove it. They, they, they can't prove it. They have a camera on him, actually, the entire time that he's talking with his wife. Oh, they do? And he doesn't... They do. They have a video of it all. And there is no point where he makes a throwing motion, so he doesn't know why the keys are across the street. Okay. Oh, so somebody accused him of... Okay, so... And he was being the interviewed. Police. The police accused him of throwing the keys across the street and then charged him with manslaughter. And then they, they can't prove that he threw it because there was a full video of the whole goddamn thing and he didn't do anything. And her drunken mm -hmm. ass walked off and then she died. Yeah. Is this guy, is he white? Like, I just, I gotta ask. The, the Jason Todd that is 
uh, Candyman is black. I have no clue about this, but it's in Alabama. I, I'm so. having, I'm feeling racial issues because that's a long stretch to get that man yeah. arrested. That's a huge stretch. You gotta have balls to try to pull that off. I don't. It doesn't. It doesn't say. Now I want. Ugh, I want a deep dive. I. Ugh. Oh yeah, and they didn't charge the old white dude who uh, hit the guy's wife. Okay, so the, that's manslaughter. That's literally the definition of manslaughter when you accidentally kill somebody. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't get fucking charged, but some. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. I. There has to be something because, like, that's. Nobody does that. I, I don't live in Alabama. I don't know what they do down there. But I'm assuming that somebody trying to pin this weird of a murder on somebody else, like, that's that's an anomaly, right? That doesn't happen all the time. Like, is there, like, beef between the officer and Jason Todd? Like, was there something else that we don't know? Because this just does... This feels like they're really setting him up, and it's so obvious. Like, yeah. you have no case. It's that obvious that you're setting this guy up. That's insane. He won his case... Um, and is now suing uh, the guy who hit his wife. Um, and Thank then, you, which he should have. Because the guy just drove on. He didn't even know he hit. Like, it's like apparently an old guy who, had, who can only see out of one eye, and he didn't even know, like. Then why he was, was like, he driving? Was, Alabama? Right? What the <laughs> fuck, Alabama? He's suing uh, the police, the old guy, and then he's also suing the bar because he said, my wife was obviously intoxicated before they gave her her last three drinks or something like that. I know, that. right? Like, if, you're gonna, if you're gonna pin, like, responsibility on somebody, pin it on everybody. Everybody. The yeah. guy that served her drink, the guy that hit her. Um, that's stupid, dude. That's a stupid story. God damn it, Alabama. I don't know why I expected more from you. Oh, moving over to Texas. <laughs> a monkey belonging to Texas special teams coach stripper girlfriend bites the child on Halloween. How old is this story? November 3rd. November 3rd. Alright, we're not that long off of this, but I mean, I guess it was worth the wait. <laughs> Texas Special Teams Coach. So, uh, I'm guessing uh, Longhorns? Yes. Or Texas, or whatever. It's a Special Teams Coach. It doesn't even matter. It, I like All of that is blah. It doesn't matter. They just wanted to pin it because he's got a stripper girlfriend. Why does it matter that he has a stripper girl? Why does it matter that she's a stripper? They don't say, like, and his girlfriend who works Whoa. at Applebee's. What? Like, what the fuck? does just have to be, like, who wrote it, Fox? God damn it, well, the, Fox. The, the best part, though, is... is her stripper name is used repeatedly. Oh, what's her stripper name? Pole Assassin. Okay, so first off, all the stripper stuff is just there. None of it matters to the story. Basically, the story is she does have a um, yeah, they, she does I have an emotional college. support animal. It, it it can touch you, you uh, and stuff like that. Um, and you can ask for touching, um, but it's like you don't go up and touch it, just That's... like with a dog or any any other animal. You don't just. You shouldn't just be running at someone's dog and be like, I want to touch its face. So anyways, they had a, uh, her and, uh, her husband, their career choices do not matter unless you just want to try to get more people to read the story. Oh my God. The, the monkeys, the monkeys, a pole dancer as well. Yeah. Is he the yeah. little assassin? Is he the tiny pole assassin? The, the two of them were hosting a holiday party in their like garage but a kid left the area, uh, was unsupervised, um, like apparently broke through. Oh, 
yeah, went through the do not enter sign and got back there and was bit by the monkey. I stopped listening to you when I saw this monkey dressed up like a stripper with a stack of like ones next to its head. This is the cutest picture I've ever seen. This is the most wholesome stripper I've ever seen in my life. So the kid wasn't supposed to be there. It basically broke into the monkey's cage just to get bit. Um, and the story is that people are trying to like shame him or shame her for having a monkey and being a stripper and having a life. I mean, that's that's the only. That boy's already. Bad though. It's so precious. Who who would want to take away the joy? from that monkey's face when he was just dancing up that pole with his mom. Like, he's doing exactly what he wants to do in this world. That's cool. So, yeah, go her. uh, Doing a perfectly respectable job. That's pretty cool. I think, honestly, this is just Fox News just trolling. Fox News likes to troll. It's still, like, a whoa story, but this is... We're in such an age where if it's not the biggest, flashiest, dumbest thing... Nobody cares. It just kept getting better with every single word. Now I just want to get a monkey stripper friend, and I just want him to, like... I just, I'll get a pole in here, and he could just be doing his thing all day. And yes, it's oh. a guy. I want a male monkey stripper. That's what I want. Anywho, are you ready for your next story? Oh, um, I'm so ready. So Instacart is uh, vetting self-driving robot to speed up delivery, just because that whole delivery sector is pretty hot. Um, oh, yeah. Not just because of the pandemic, but that definitely boosted it. I think it's, we're just going there, you know? We're going more, hang out at our houses and work from home and do that whole permit life. And I don't like talking to people anyway, so... Do you have to tip? I have a question. Do you have to tip a robot? Uh, uh, until the robot is getting paid, as soon as it's getting paid directly is when you have to tip. Oh, man, how weird is it going to be, though? Like, because this has to be... So, like, delivery robots, um, and I know that Domino's was had like a delivery car they were testing out in certain markets. There has to be some kind of AI in there, right? Like it has to be making decisions all on its own and it controls stuff. It's not like in a crazy AI sense, but like in a very bare bones, it's AI. And as this stuff matures and it gets better and better technology and AI gets more lifelike, will these like become people? Will they become like a class of, can you imagine a class of Instacart delivery carts that are like unionized and they're like, they're their own, like they get recognized as, you you know, like they're all, you know what I mean? Like they have to pay taxes and they get all these benefits for people. Like, when is that going to happen? And is it going to look like this? Because this reminds me of Futurama. This is such a Futurama idea. <laughs> if that Instacart starts talking to me. Yeah. I don't know. I'm excited. I don't know why little stupid shit like this. I was really excited when Amazon was testing those drones. And I don't even think they... Did they even use the drones? Like, did they ever go anywhere? Are they I using drones? I think they're drones? still in testing phase. Like, yeah. expanded. But, like, it's really not working in some places. Yeah. People are shooting them down. Um, and so that was... The last I heard was that, like, people guess. were shooting them down. Is that an increase or a decrease in the number of thefts? <laughs> Which I think is, uh is wrong to shoot those drones because they have AI and anything that shows sentience or is able to make decisions not uh not be harmed. Yeah, I don't think the drones is a good idea, but I thought it was a cool idea. You know, such a cool futuristic way to get your stuff delivered to you. I don't think, uh, what do you think this, about this Instacart thing? You think it's gonna you think people how are, are gonna going? knock it over? What do you mean how far is it going? They've gotta have hubs everywhere, right? I think this thing is gonna go the, the, the same route as the drones, that it's gonna be getting smashed and stuff like that. Like, the, the free bikes that are, uh, that was 
happening in Portland and San Francisco and a few other uh, major cities. Like so many of those get trashed. Luckily, they're like super cheaply built, but like they get stolen and trashed or mm -hmm. just thrown. It's just like, yeah, people are gonna do the same to this. I mean, it is like it's like a rolling mini fridge, and you know that there's good stuff inside. So like this is really tempting, but we're not there in a society. <laughs> you know, we need to wait like till human beings are like completely. Did you ever see Replicas? Like that? It was a really terrible movie with Bruce Willis where they basically sat in a chair all day and then they controlled like a, a robot version of themselves or android version of themselves in the real world. I had an interest in it and then I'm and then, like similar to what you just said it was terrible. Oh it was not very good. I mean I, I'll tell you that I've seen it like 10 times. Um, but yeah I think when we get to a place where human beings are no longer allowed to run freely in the world then we can have nice stuff like rolling refrigerators that deliver us food because no one's gonna fuck with it. I mean I trust the machine more than I trust other people on the street. Yeah. Myself on the street. I mean, if I'm really hungry, I might knock over an Instacart. I might. I don't know. Yeah. If, if I'm starving and that thing's got food and first human I've seen in days, yeah, I'm taking first it. First human I've seen in days. <laughs> it's got the creepy Amazon smile, too, on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Like, it's got, like, a little head. Uh, how about we try to keep putting faces on these things, guys? All right. This one was recommended for the podcast. A perfectly preserved dinosaur embryo was preparing to hatch like a bird. So they just found this. And I think it's like the one of its kind, like we've never found something this complete before. You heard this? Yeah, yeah, no, the, 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 this was told I should read it as well. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? So it was found in China. Damn it, we're never gonna see it. It's an Oviraptorosaur. Oviraptorosaur? Is that how you say it? I did, I did a really weird thing. I'm gonna go with Oviraptorosaur. Oviraptorosaur, or Oviraptorosaur. Otherwise known as Baby Yingling. Yingling. <laughs> okay, it is the best one we've found in history, says University of Birmingham researcher Fionn Waysom Ma. I, I'm sorry, dude. I don't know how to say your name. It's cool. I mean, when are we going to turn it into a real living dinosaur, though? <laughs> I don't think I've watched... I watched the first Chris Pratt Jurassic Park, but I don't think I've watched any since. I mean, they're all kind of the same, so if you saw one, you basically saw the all, all of them. But they are fun. I mean, those are those, like, guilty pleasures. The original Jurassic Park, nothing stands against it. But, like, all of the subsequent Jurassic Parks, they're just, like, fun. They're not, like, serious. Don't, don't take them seriously. <laughs> don't judge us by these. But they're really fun. It's like Transformers. Like, sometimes you just want to watch shit blow up and just have, like, no, like... Intelligent thought in your head. The, the first one had, like, such a poignant... I don't want to mean, like, super original, but not six of the movies original. Like, but it was, like, the, um, life finds a way, and uh, if science can, should we, kind of stuff. Like, it was asking those uh, kind of questions. Like, how much... But the first one was really original with that and then each one after that it's like not actually trying to give me a new message or new point or anything like yeah. that like it's just same message just bigger dangerous or dinosaur it was also like the first one was like i remember the cg the cgi was just like that was it at the time it still looks pretty nice but like when you went to see that movie and like just the whole experience was like the closest i know a lot of people that like oh my god it's like you've never seen dinosaurs done like this before and for fair we never
never saw dinosaurs sound like that before. It felt more real. But then they're like, oh, we made a lot of money. People like the dinosaurs. Let's, uh, let's make some new dinosaurs up. Let's keep it going. Money. <laughs> That's the only problem I have with the other ones. But they're fun, and I will I will pay money to watch them every time. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love that shit. I'm in love with dinosaurs. Yeah, anyways. So they're all like, yeah, we found this really cool embryo. It's the best one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think we already talked about this one, so we don't have to do this one, but I need, I need to know this was a real conversation that you and I had and not a dream. Demi Lovato sings to a ghost to help it overcome sexist trauma and gets standing ovation during paranormal investigation. What? I do. I've never heard this. I have a distinct memory of you and I seeing the story, losing our minds over the story, but it didn't happen. Okay, carry on. We're gonna we're gonna go through the story. Yeah, there's no sound. Carmen. Anywho, just um, this is her. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna sing to that Have ghost. Have you seen anything? We're gonna watch it. Like I can't hear you. This is loud. ETs can you hear it? Here or UFOs? I can. I can hear it. People? I can't hear you. I can't hear it. Damn. How do you hear it? And I can't hear it. I think oh, everybody else alive, can hear guys. it too. Ask her if they're here, if there are star people here right now. Are there star people here right now? <laughs> All right, what's happening? Are there star people here right now? <laughs> there you go. You got your answer. Oh. Holy <laughs> Carmen, are you a star person? Carmen, are you a star person? No. Who's that guy with the headbands? Maybe what? it's because we're in the room. Because, you know, they don't like men, she supposedly. Like men, I get it. Do you want us to maybe do a little experiment and step in another room while you take over? Sure. Did you not want to say anything else because the boys were in here? I think... Is she telling you the whole story that you can Ooh, relate to me? Like, the whole story. Okay. Yeah, we can pause it. I can't um, hear you. It's. I'm really not ready to give a book report on whatever I just watched. I. It's Demi Lovato. There's. De let me put her on. Let me put her on screen for the motivation. So there's Demi. Now what's Demi doing? She, she's asking these questions to the spirit. Light it up if it's a yes. Don't light it up if it's a okay. no. Something about how there's star people. I don't know what that means. Um, I, it, it might be something that I, it, um, anyways, um, so she's asking them about aliens, um, and then, uh, and then, like, all of a sudden, it, it, like, she starts asking more personal questions, and it's just not answering anymore, and then she's like, would it be better if, uh, the, uh, if the men left? And it, like, lights up again, they leave, and she's able to have a conversation. Demi Lovato, who is now, um, she can talk to ghosts. I'm just gonna say that I don't know what the name of that is, but that's, she is now that person. I'm sorry, not she. I apologize again. Um, Demi Lovato, they can now talk to ghosts. They also just had a breakthrough that we didn't ever thought of until now, um, that ghosts can have sexual trauma and have issues 
with different genders, which I didn't even think. I feel I feel like an ass. Like I didn't even think that maybe a ghost didn't like me because I was a woman or wasn't comfortable with me because I was a woman. Is that basically what she just discovered? Or sorry, they yeah. just discovered. Yeah. It, this is a breakthrough in ghost psychology for the whole world. This sounds amazing. It, it's not something I would have uh, thought of like initially, but then like the kind of concept of ghosts is that they have unresolved trauma that and that's part of the reason that they're still here and if their unresolved trauma could have yeah could be of that nature so where do you go like how would one get a psychology for the paranormal degree like what is that called and where would i get one I don't know, but I'm pretty sure Demi Lovato um, has proven that they have that ability, so they should either start teaching or start telling other people how to go to school for it. Oh, you think Demi is self-taught? I mean, pure to be skills. honest, though, like, pure, pure are, you, are you at all interested in the show? Because I remember hearing about the show a couple months ago, and like, oh my god, we need to watch that show <laughs> and do a reaction to it. Like, I'm super down to see Demi Lovato as a ghost hunter that is also a psychologist for ghosts and helps them through their traumas by singing to them. Like, I'm down with that show. That, that's my show. Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, was in a show where she was like a she, ghost, the ghost detective. Whisperer. She's the ghost yeah. whisperer. That was yeah. like in the 90s, wasn't it, TJ? That wasn't like recent. I thought they redid that it recently. A lo- oh, did they? Oh, why would they redo that? was a horrible show. That was a yeah. terrible show. I would gladly watch it to make fun of it. Now you're just in the, hey, let's pay rich people to go through house. Well, I think what you get with Demi's show is that it's not just a ghost hunting show, it's a ghost healing show. And, yeah, I think she could, I think if someone's saying skyscraper at me, I mean, that's gonna, it wouldn't work, but that's it's Demi Lovato, so it would. It's gonna heal a lot of wounds. So this is, this is a weird one I never really thought about. When you play, like, games and stuff, are you usually the, your sex, or do you, like, do opposite sex? Because I noticed that my brother always is a woman, and I usually am a woman, too. Like, I don't think I've, I've got that often unless somebody else makes the character but like I usually pick a woman my brother always wants to be a woman in game you usually are you usually a guy or are you a girl or I usually play a guy um I've played a few female characters but uh normally male so there was which this is, is weird because I do cross dress so sometimes I am role playing right, right. not when I play video games I don't know. It's weird because like most games, I don't, I don't get a choice. Like like Halo or something. I'm just, I'm just Master Chief. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna complain. But playing like, a Tomb Raider right now, so it's yeah. And I'm, then you have to be a woman. Like you just, yeah. you start. But then there's like games where you have to just pick. Like I just. But the last character I made was in Cyberpunk. I made a woman when I could literally have made anything I wanted to because that game's awesome and you customize crap out of your person. Um, anyway, so this is a study. This is coming out out of cognitive science where um, embodying an opposite sex in virtual reality, specifically for virtual reality, okay. alters um, perceptions of touch for users. Heterosexual individuals tend to find intimate touch from a same-sex virtual avatar to be more pleasant when they're wearing a body of the opposite sex, uh, which is... which makes it makes sense to me from like if you remember like when um, people would like EverQuest and all that crap online it would always be some guy who was the woman who was flirting with all the guys like this makes sense um, but I didn't think of it about it from a woman's perspective like would it I don't know would I feel differently if I was a man and I was like flirting with women or, or with men um, virtually like I want to know I want to know, I wanna know how it's how it's influenced 
how what it's changing like you okay, want to so you want to know more i want to know more okay touch experiences depend on our sex and gender but how about length and sex body and soul i'm like i don't know dude this is like getting more and more technical 21 healthy heterosexual women and 21 healthy heterosexual men examine the behavior and psychological physiological consequences of embodying a same sex or an opposite sex virtual body so half of them did their sex and half of them did the opposite the study participants reclined in a chair as they wore an oculus rift virtual reality headset they observed um from a first person perspective as a male or female whoa well uh they had some are you reading this <laughs> well uh, yeah. another avatar delivered caresses to their foot feet pelvis chest head and hand in virtual reality y'all not in reality the participants were not physically touched instead the caresses were only delivered to the participants virtual body women and men preferred touch from opposite sex avatars women rated caresses on intimate body areas from a female avatar is more pleasant and more erogenous when they embodied a male yeah that's a mind that's messing with my mind a little bit um it doesn't say why it just says that's what's happening a lot of sociology is uh, like we can't necessarily explain we can think of reasons why or try to explain it with reasons why but we're just we're just getting seeing the numbers and the numbers are coming up that uh yeah that they think the wow. one sex thinks the opposite sex is gender is um, it's almost like okay it almost feels like the grass is always greener so like like, I always think that it would be easier yeah. to be a guy or things would feel different or better depending on what the situation is if I was a guy. So maybe, like, that's what it is. Like, we are imagining that we are the opposite. So, like, subconsciously, it already we already know it's going to be better. We already expect it to be better, you know? And it's like that placebo effect where, well, are, the endorphins are already kicking in. I feel better. I also wonder uh, what their um, uh, sexual desires are. Like, gay, straight, weird. Oh, um, they're heterosexuals. That's what they said. Oh, they are all heterosexual? Yeah, it so, was heterosexual men and heterosexual women. They specifically okay, then I do want to. I want to see what happens when it's not. Is it still grass is always greener, or how else does like that? That would be an interesting. I think it wouldn't happen as strongly. Yeah, you know I mean, like I feel like they're already they're already open to the experience. I don't know exactly dude. what I think, That's but so I, I definitely That's it opens up so many possibilities. Like, I, I, can can this be used as something to help um, trans people? Like, is this something that could help them experience it earlier? Yeah, that's an interesting. And how thing. helpful would that be? Yeah, I might start being boys just to be just to you know experience it differently. Find out. Last story of the day. If I could actually click the button right, I had to bring him here because we can't do a story without the man. So this is about Musk. Uh, he believes the Neuralink, not the Metaverse, could put man fully into virtual reality. Spoiler alert, I don't know what the Neuralink is. I haven't heard of that. I obviously know what the Metaverse is because we're all talking about that stupid thing. The Neuralink sounds like, it sounds like the Matrix where it's literally going to be a thing going into your head. It's linking. <laughs> that is that what Elon Musk is talking about? It's not quite that level, but yeah, it's a, it's a little thing that you put on. Okay, I understand how VR works. I understand how headsets work, but how does Neuralink work. I don't know. Brain. Okay, it's a brain implant. It's an actual implant, so you have to you have to implant it. Oh, okay. So it's not just born. It's it's all the way in. Yeah, they're already having in monkeys. Oh God, we're gonna have some crazy ass monkeys escape soon. See it already. So they're using it as like kind of like therapy. They're gonna put it in people soon. It's gonna be in people with spinal cord injuries. But he's also talking about how it's gonna get you into VR. Well, since it's connecting, like it's it's helping repair the. the 
the connections from your brain and stuff like that. It looks like he started this technology just because he's such a humanitarian. He was trying to help heal people. But now he's saying that the same technology he's been developing to help people that are hurt with spinal damage also can take you into a virtual world. Why was that not on the patent when he started this you know, 15 <laughs> years ago when he started talking about what Neuralink is? How does Neuralink work? We're deep down. I really, I'm curious. This is Pager. Oh my God. He's a nine-year-old mechanic. Did it scare you? Each side of his brain about six weeks ago. If you look carefully, you can see that the fur on his head this McKay hasn't quite fully grown back yet. Uh, recently had the implant. Interact with a computer for a tasty banana. What's he doing? Delivered through a straw. Uh, they just—they literally just said that was good timing. Simply comparing them to an iPhone. He's uh, hitting the things, and he gets uh, bananas. He gets bananas. The links smoothie more than two thousand oh. electrons. Oh, he's getting a smoothie in his mouth. Motor cortex, That's a smoothie machine. Oh my god! Oh, oh and they're sending by recording from many neurons and feeding their activity. So they were uh, doing this to make him uh, move and detect where his hand movements are going, like analyzing his brain. As Pager uses the joystick, and so that's what they're doing is as it as it moves around. As he's playing this, are they mapping his brain, like what's happening when hands are moving? Okay. Crazy using these data, the guy just said to computer. <laughs> so yeah, they doing a huge breakdown of the brain, like decoder. everywhere. One of the things the Neuralink's oh okay to do is to play his okay. He's playing pong. Pong. To control okay. his pattern so, on the right side of the screen, Pager simply thinks about moving his hand up or down. This is him uh, just thinking about moving it, so he doesn't have a joystick any longer. There's nothing with his necessarily head that's moving it. He's doing that with his mind? He's doing that with his mind. As you can see, Pager is amazingly good at mind pong. Oh my god, that's so cool. He's playing entirely of his own volition. Yeah, none of his physical movements are directly connected. This is so Planet of the Apes, dude. They gave her an actual banana. It did so well.